Team 2 Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. to you pre-recorded deep undercover in the world's deepest darkest most secure hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker here is ryan the area man hey guy hey girl oh, okay um <laughs> So today, today is we are going today. to talk about the. Uh, you've heard of the Mothman prophecies and all. That, yeah, right? yeah. Well, isn't there a movie? Yeah, yeah. called the Mothman prophecies. Yeah, okay, yeah. Or whatever. Or the Mo- yeah. what was it called? Mothman prophecies. I think so. Yeah. This book and all this. Well, anyways, there's been uh, some sightings in Chicago. Really. Recent? Recently. Really. Um. And let's start with this little video. I hope this video is... Just by looking at the preview, it looks pretty fucking stupid. But uh, I'm hoping while the pictures and audio or whatever, the, the audio is actually describing it. I'm hoping. So let's try it, huh? minutes of the yeah. five minute video is setting it up okay one of the most famous cryptids throughout the United States is the Mothman and I have stumbled upon a lot of encounters with these creatures going back for centuries and it appears that Chicago right now is experiencing something rather strange as there have been quite a few sightings of an unknown creature that looks very similar to that of the legendary Mothman over the past couple of months On April 7th, a man was walking home in the Lincoln Park area when he saw something that just scared him to death. This man claims that while he was walking back to his house, he had come face to face with a seven-foot humanoid creature that had bat-like wings. And of course, this man was terrified beyond belief. He ran home as fast as he could. And over the next couple of weeks, he did a lot of research. He needed some answers. And he uncovered that he was not the only one as many others have reported seeing this creature throughout the Chicago area very recently. The most recent encounter happened on June 3rd when a couple had just finished eating their dinner and they decided to take a nice little walk as the weather was perfect. And while they were walking, they saw something flying overhead. And when they looked up, they saw something that just shouldn't exist. This couple stated that this creature was at least seven to eight feet long and the wingspan was at least 12 to 14 feet wide and his head was very similar to that of a human being. And this creature was just gliding through the air right above them. And they also noticed that this whatever it was, wasn't making any noise at all. And while this couple was just staring in total disbelief, they felt a very overwhelming feeling of fear and dread, which is very common in Mothman sightings. Another interesting encounter happened on March 2nd by a local delivery driver. While this man was sitting in a semi-trailer at about noon, he noticed something strange in the sky. And while he was staring at it, trying to figure out exactly what this thing was, it flew right over him. And he could now see it, and he couldn't believe it. 
He said that this thing looked like a flying Batmobile. It was some sort of mix between a human and a bat, and it was as big as a car. And just like everybody else who had seen this thing, he too was just scared to death. Then it flew right back up into the sky and disappeared back into the clouds. And not too long after the sighting, he started to experience some very bad luck, and his mom died. Making this a very sad, but interesting encounter. Because many believe that if you see the Mothman, that means that something bad is going to happen. And not too long after this sighting, a woman and her friends were outside, enjoying the nice spring weather, when they heard a very disturbing high-pitched screeching sound right above them. And when they looked up, they saw not one, but two of these creatures. And they believed that it was either two men in wingsuits or gargoyles. And they all knew that there was just no way that a human could have made that terrifying sound that they heard. One of the biggest sightings happened around 8 p.m. one night when many witnesses were at a park in Chicago when they claimed that they saw a humanoid creature with a huge wingspan that was at least six to seven feet tall. And one of these witnesses was a police officer. Then not too far away from this sighting, three friends were on a boat when they described seeing the exact same thing. And not too long after, they saw a green orb just shoot across the sky at amazing speeds. And oddly enough, this mysterious green orb scared them more than the flying humanoid that they just saw. And they decided to call it a night, and they headed back for shore. Were they drinking and doing drugs? Now these sightings in the Chicago area just keep coming in. Over the past couple of years, there have been 15 reported sightings, and eight of these occurred in just the past three months. So it appears that these sightings, these encounters, are escalating making the people of Chicago wonder what the heck is going on here. Is this an unknown species of some sort of huge bat that kind of looks like a man? Or is this creature something paranormal? Now I don't think that there's anything to worry about as these sightings do go back for a long time. So if something bad was going to happen, I'm sure that it would have already happened by now. And if you live in the Chicago area, make sure to keep your eyes on the skies and your camera close by just in case you encounter this creature. And hopefully, you might just be able to get that undeniable footage that this world has been seeking for a very, very long time. See, that's what I have an issue with. So this is recent. Yeah. Everyone's taking selfies and on their phones and Facebook and all that shit. How do they not grab their phone and snap a quick video or a picture? Well, the way that they um, say is like, when you like you see this thing you have all this like fear or whatever and when you're like it's almost like you you don't think to grab it you know what i mean even though you you have it in your back pocket or your pocket or you're, you're holding it it's one of those things where you're like frozen and you you're, just you're don't think oh fear. fuck i got to you know what i mean right. um i don't know it does make you wonder are these people all full of shit you know what i mean uh, but here's the thing. It's not like there's, like this guy said in the video, there's 15. But there's a lot more than 15. And these are recent? All of these those. Are all of them. These are all of them in Chicago that are recent. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I find it weird. For one, it's close by. So, um, well, from 2011 to present. So let's see. So let's start going down. So this is a, this is a picture. Of, but that to me, I don't know. It looks like a dude in a wingsuit. 
So this is in 2011. Um, let's see here. I don't want to read the whole thing, but... September 30th, 2011, Miller Park in the University Park neighborhood in Chicago. Uh, so like this this guy here, this website, phantomsandmonsters.com, he does like full-blown reports on this shit. Like he's investigating a murder or something. Right. Um, let's see, what's that say right there? Nothing. So there's that. It does look like when you got those guys that do like the uh, base jumping and shit. Yeah, and they yeah. have the like webbed kind of suit on. Wing suit, it yeah. kind of looks like that, but yet you'd think the legs would be maybe, you know, it could be. Um, but why do that in Chicago mm-hmm. or where there's really nowhere to like land? You know what I mean? Um, there's another one in 2011. Bat-like objects seen flying over the Chicago. Over the Chicago. Oh, it's the same picture attached to it. Maybe we should start from the bottom. Here's one from 2017 in April. So there was two in 2011 and the rest have been all in 2017? It looks like it. Weird. Lincoln Park. So this one that was mentioned in the thing. Um... So I don't like that they're attaching those previous things mm. to it. But I think at the time, they only had three. So um, I'll send on to the bottom and see if it's, like, most recent at the bottom. you think it'd go most recent at the top. This is in October 2017. You would think, yeah. Okay, Piotrowski Park, Chicago. Witnesses are two male and one female. Uh, no, it's there were two witnesses, a male and a female. Oh, a male and a female, both are 21, okay. Well, it says two male and female. Yeah, I know, but then you look at both were 21, so there's only yeah, two. They need a comma. I know. Um, 10.30 p.m. What's weird is like that video was saying that these are being seen during the day. Normally you see this kind of shit at night, and really what it is is just a really big bird. Because in the dark, you can't really tell. You right, know what I mean? It's right. harder to tell. How far away it is, how big it is, because, you know. But what if it's actually something? And it's like, you know, it's not that far from, like, you know, it's kind of downtown. Yeah. That's weird. Seventh confirmed sighting within Little Village. First aggressive attack reported by any witness. Oh, this is an aggressive attack. Let's read that one. That is that is this one. Maybe we should go read the article, or the uh, report. So this is what they say, the uh, male and female witnesses. We were parked in the parking lot of the community center in Piotrowski Park in Chicago uh, at about 10.30 p.m. We had just both gotten off work at 10 and decided to meet up at the park and spend some time together before going home. We were in my boyfriend's car talking and listening to music when it felt like something hit his car from behind. There was no one else in the parking lot except his car and mine, but it felt like a car had hit him. 
My boyfriend stopped what he was doing, was going to step out to see what hit his car. <laughs> stopped what he was doing? Yeah. <laughs> what were they doing in the car? Uh, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, it makes you wonder. Um, and when something large dropped onto the hood of his car, we looked and both screamed at the same time as we saw a pair of bright orange eyes peering back at us through the windshield. The thing that landed was a solid black, was solid black and was about the size of a man and it looked what looked like wings that were spread out wide. It looked right at us and then appeared to swipe the windshield with his hand. The fingers were long, much longer than a normal person, and ended in what looked like claws. It looked like it was trying to get into the car and at us. We were both screaming as it swiped the windshield three or four times. My boyfriend then grabbed a flashlight that he had in the car. So really, my boyfriend removed... The flashlight from my vagina, and then decided to yeah, because yeah. that's what he was doing. Yeah, they, he had a pocket flashlight vagina pussy thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's continue reading how she presents it. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend then grabbed a flashlight <laughs> that he had in the car and <laughs> shined it through the wind windshield at this thing. It then shrieked out loud. It sounded like what the screams of multiple people in a small room would sound like. Then it flexed its wings and took off straight up, and it was gone from our sight. We heard it shriek out at least twice, about one minute apart, as it probably circled the area after which we heard silence. We were both scared beyond belief, and I was hysterical and crying, afraid to get out as I thought it might swoop down and attack me if I did. We spent 15 minutes in my boyfriend's car and eventually calmed down enough to attempt to get out of the car and sprint to my car. My boyfriend got out and escorted me to my car once I was inside and the doors locked, he sprinted back to his car and also got ready to leave. I have never been so scared in my life, and when I got home, I had to go into the bathroom and compose myself before facing my family. We talked about the incident at work on Monday, and that is when I decided to come home and look up information if anyone else had seen this thing. I was shocked to see so many sightings had occurred and decided to report mine. I am willing to talk to someone about this incident, but my boyfriend is refusing to, as this would jeopardize both our jobs and our families. I am willing to talk... And show you the place where it happened, but only if my name or address is not used, and we can be discreet about this. So it'll Why jeopardize, it jeopardize their job and family. Are they not supposed to be dating? Yeah, uh, like I don't, like I don't she's understand white how it jeopardize black or yeah. something. Yeah, maybe maybe it's the Romeo and Juliet story. Um, yeah, they're twenty-one. It's not like they're fourteen-year-olds fucking around right, in a right. park. Um, that's kind of weird. Well, let's see what else we got here. So that's that one. Winged demon, not a man, encountered in Chicago suburb. So this is uh, this is what it says. Let's just start going through them. Fucking yeah. I was on my way delivering a pizza in Midlothian on Thursday night, October nineteenth, twenty seventeen, and was at the dead end on Waverly Avenue and Clifton Park Avenue. Went to turn my truck and saw a huge dark figure standing on a concrete ledge in front of a massive wood fence. It was bigger than that fence, like 10 feet tall. This thing was swaying in the wind. I turned my brights on it, and this thing was like a demon, not a man. Had a dark color, like a dirty gray skin. It opened its wings and flew off in a second. Sideways, right above the houses, I did make a call, and they said it would be looked into. What the fuck? So there's a picture. This concrete wall on which the witness states the winged bean was standing below the fence that runs along the tri-state tollway. Okay. Interesting. 
So they do give map of the area. Okay, this siding was along the Tri-State Tollway, a highway where another siding was made previously. So there's been a couple in that particular area. Let's see now. Let's keep going. Chicago Phantom seen flying through the Magnificent Mile. You know where that is? That's like downtown. Been there. Met Dennis Rodman there. Really? Mm. I was on Chicago PD there. Dick. Sorry. Way to one-up me. Yeah. Nobody likes a one-upper. Yeah. Uh, I was writing to share my sighting of the Chicago Mothman. I was walking towards the Chicago Avenue Red Line entrance from work when I made the sighting. It happened to be around 10.15 to 10.20 p.m. on Saturday, October 7th. I happened to look up to my left when I saw an object drifting in the sky. Upon closer look, I was able to see the, the, see the object was dark gray in color and seemed to have a large wingspan. It started to drift up but then dived down. It ducked between buildings but then reappeared on the other side. I was standing on Chicago Avenue and Wabash Avenue. Witness was looking south along Wabash. After the object reappeared, it passed between a few more buildings but then flew towards the lake. Um, from my distance, it was a little hard to make out details of the object. It kept moving rather quickly and very fluid-like. The wings were about equal length, if not a bit longer than the object itself. They also flapped a few times, but seemed to have glided more than flapped. I could tell the object was quite large, easily ruled out a bird. Okay. Okay, so there's that. Let's see, what are we on now? We are on 6th Chicago Phantom Sighting Reported in Little Village Neighborhood. I was coming out of Dulcelandia on Wednesday, October 4th with my husband, and we looked up and saw what looked like a large black bat flying over us. It flew across the street and over some trees. From what we saw, it must have been at least six feet tall and had wings that must have been ten feet in width. It looked like it had bat wings as they looked like they were part of its arms. As it flew over, it was making a very loud screaming sound and was flapping its wings as it flew over the trees. I tried to get a picture of it, but it was over the trees in seconds and gone. We walked down the block to see if maybe we could see it before turning around and heading back to our car. We, I saw a flyer at a restaurant that we visited the next day and took down the information and submitted this report. You can reach us at number of minute for privacy reasons and ask for name a minute for privacy reasons. We were willing. We are willing to talk about what we saw. Hmm. So weird. Interesting. Okay, red-eyed winged goblin confronts family in Chicago's little village. September 24th, 2017, 8.45 p.m., 2600 block of South Drake Avenue. A mother and two adult children are the witnesses. We were walking home from Sunday evening mass and were walking our usual route up to Drake Avenue toward our house. As we walked, we noticed what looked like a very tall man dressed in black standing out in the middle of the road underneath the streetlight. We didn't pay it much attention as we assumed that it was just a regular person on the road and wearing black clothing. The man then stretched his arms up above his head, and suddenly a pair of very large wings spread out from about behind him, which must have been over 10 feet wide and were solid black. Even though this man was standing under a streetlight, there was not a lot of detail to this man. 
As we walked closer, we noticed that the man turned and walked more like hopped toward the sidewalk ahead of us. It was then it turned toward us, and we saw that it had a pair of glowing red eyes. My mother uttered the words, Madre de Dios, and crossed herself and then said to us that it looked like a Mother duen- of God. duende, which is Spanish word for a goblin. We stopped, and I stood in front of my mom trying to shield her. The man then made a loud screech, and then it opened its wings and shot up in the air. You could hear the sound of wings flapping as it rose up in the air and passed over us and out of sight as it continued flying down the street and out of sight. My mother was visibly shaking and was praying. When I turned back to her, we reassured her that it was over and the thing was gone. I asked my brother to help me walk her the rest of the way home. When we got home, my brother said that my mother told him that she could feel a strong sense of evil coming from this thing. She was certain that this thing was sent to do harm to someone and that she felt sorry for whoever it was sent after. I am certain that whatever it was that we saw, it was not a bird, but something from outside of this world. Investigator notes. I talked to the eldest brother, the one making the report, and he stated that he had heard from others about the sightings and that he could report it to UFOC from a flyer posted at a local grocery store. I spoke on two occasions with him, and then once to the younger brother regarding their sighting. The third witness was unwilling to speak with me in regard to her sighting, but did provide details via her eldest son. Both siblings were able to recall their sighting in detail, and both gave similar descriptions when interviewed separately. Neither of the witnesses embellished upon their sighting, and neither witness contradicted the other's testimony. When I asked if either one would accompany me back to the spot of the sighting, I was told they would they would accompany, but would only do it during the daylight hours and would absolutely not do it after dark. It was apparent that both witnesses were very shaken and that they believe that what they saw was real. It is the investigator's opinion that the sighting is valid and the witnesses are credible. And this sighting warrants further investigation. The proximity of the sighting to other reported sightings also warrants further investigation and follow-up with all the witnesses. Okay. It's weird that there's so many in the same General area. vicinity. Yeah. Monster bat viewed from Chicago's little village. Here's another one from. And little they're all village. about the same time frame. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Wednesday, September 27th. Hello, just found your email. I want to tell you what I saw. Please do not contact me. I live near the elementary school. Okay, well, why? Why do you not contact these people? Something's fishy about that. I don't understand why people are so scared to say that they saw something, but don't want to be contacted, don't want to be um, anything beyond their immediate report. You know what I mean? Um, last night, Tuesday, September 26th at 9.15 p.m. I heard the neighbor's dog barking like crazy. I looked out the back door and turned on the porch light. We saw this monster bat spread open its wings my backyard. My son saw it, too. It took off into the air in just a second or two. We both fell to our knees. I am so scared by this. My son drew this sketch. The red eyes were very bright, and it looked at us. Okay. So they got the... Okay. Oh, there's an update. I was able to talk to the witness this evening. I sent an email and was given a telephone number to contact them. The woman and her adult son witnessed the winged being and were sticking to most of the original story, though there were a few revisions. I asked how long they observed the being, and I was told by the son that he watched for at least ten seconds. His mother had an immediate reaction to it and dropped to the floor. He continued to watch the being until it flapped its wings and ascended quickly. He said that the wings were about 15 feet wide when fully open, 
Judging by the width of the yard, he thought the height was about six to seven feet. He never heard a sound, even when it flapped the wings. It was standing in front of the garage at the end of the yard, so there was good backdrop for him to see the detail. The son actually wrote the original email. Seems his mother doesn't use a computer. I asked if he would talk to an investigator. He said possibly, but they would not be able to meet at his mother's house. He also told me that his girlfriend drew the sketch this morning from his description. He also said that the drawing was very close to what he witnessed. He told me that he was hesitant to make a report, but his girlfriend and her brother had heard of the sighting and gave him information. We had pleasant conversation, but he is concerned for his mother. She is not reacting well to the sighting. So... We need to go to Chicago. Uh, Little village. Apparently. Around um, September, October. Man Bat perched atop light pole in Chicago's West Lakeview. <clears throat> So I received a telephone call on Tuesday, September 26, 11.50 a.m. from I.D., a local Chicago nightclub performer. Uh, he had just gotten off work and was driving home westbound on Belmont. At 1.15 a.m., he had stopped for the, for the red light at the intersection of Belmont Avenue and North Damon Avenue in the West Lakeview area. He was the only driver and person at the location. As he waited for the red light to change, he noticed to his left Something large was perched on the street pole that extended over North Damon Avenue. As the as the witnessed witness why does it witness looked closer, he recognized an unknown being crouched down atop of the pole. The street light above the pole illuminated the being, giving the witness a brief opportunity to obtain an excellent observation. The witness states that the entity was crouched for about five to ten seconds, then stood up on two distinct legs. As it stood up, it unfurled its wings and quickly ascended into the night sky. The witness told me that it looked like a man bat and was at least six feet tall. It had human-like arms and legs, though very slender. The body and head were slender, but proportionate. The wingspan was approximately 12 feet and leather-like. The body was very dark in color. The face of the being was quite interesting. The witness states that it had a short canine-like snout, similar to that of a French bulldog, but the overall face structure resembled that of a gothic gargoyle. The eyes did not glow or show color. He doesn't know if the being reacted to his presence. Hmm. When the being unfurled its wings and ascended, the witness could hear the loud flapping of the wings, even though his w- windows were closed. The witness stated that the overall shape of the winged being reminded him of the man-bat character in Batman, although it was more slender and less... In- in- I'm guessing it's supposed to say intimidating? Intimating. Uh, intimating. It's intimating, dude. You know, things are intimating these days. Yeah. Uh, the witness had not heard of the previous sightings. He later contacted a friend who told him about the rash of sightings in the Chicago area and where to report this encounter. The witness had no emotion or physical reaction to the sighting, but was initially shocked and confused by what he was looking at. Okay. So, right there. It was just chilling right there. Yeah, on the light pole. That's weird. Reminds me of the movie uh, City of Angels. Yeah. When uh, Nick Cage and the black dude see a look alike, we're sitting on the fucking uh, light poles over the fucking city. Um. So my question though is, why do some people say they hear w- wing flaps, and some are saying they can. don't? And then some have said they it has glowing eyes. Others say it doesn't. Right. I don't know, dude. Um. Let's go through a few more, just to kind of. Because I'm I'm curious. I want to see how many similarities and unsimilarities and 
all that. We already know there's a certain area these are being seen right, in. Right. Uh, so this one, I own a boat at DuSable Harbor, Saturday evening, September 23rd, around 6.20 to 6.30 p.m. My friends and I saw what could only be described as a very large flying winged creature over the harbor, just south of Navy Pier. It glided at around 200 to 300 feet by my guess and slowly flew east over the lake until it was out of sight. I'd guess it was at least 8 feet wingspan with an almost equally long body, if not longer. It was witnessed by at least 3 of us, so I know I'm not crazy. Uh, The witness and one of his friends told me that the winged being was gliding approximately 200 feet above them, flying towards the east over over Lake Michigan. They had been walking on the pier towards his boat when one of them noticed the large bird-like entity gliding above the harbor. The winged being glided a small S-shaped pattern as it continued flying towards the east. It never flapped its wings. The entity was described as a huge bird-like being with a thin and long human body with long legs. The estimated body length was 6 to 7 feet. The wings looked like those of a huge eagle, but more triangular in form. The wingspan was between 8 to 10 feet. The entire body and wings were very dark or black in color. The entire incident lasted no more than a minute or so as the entity slowly glided away from them. So that's common. A lot of people are saying it glides as opposed to fly. Yeah. Six or seven feet we're getting in height. Mm-hmm. That's been a... Uh, um, what I'm interested in in each of these is how many of these people had either heard of the sightings or had not heard of the previous sightings. And then, like the one where the the boyfriend or the, the, the one boy, the brothers or the kid's girlfriend had heard of it, but he hadn't, yeah, yeah. and she's the one that drew it. I find that to be interesting because I feel like at a certain point, once you get one of these and then somebody else puts in a bullshit report and then somebody else puts in a bullshit report and then, and you know what I mean? It's kind of mm. like, uh, UFO abductions. Right. Once the first one does it, then other people start to imitate it. You know what it's I mean? like girls saying Bill Cosby raped him. Yeah. You know, when he was not, yeah. I mean, not to say that Bill Cosby didn't do any of that, but that's a whole different thing. Um, Chicago phantom threatens and pursues witnesses in little village. Oh no. Yeah. Threatened. Now he's speaking to one. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is that same fucking. Okay, so this was in Wednesday. Okay, we were walking back from visiting a family member's house and we saw what looked like a huge bat, later described as having large wings and black, fly over our heads and continue down the street. As we continue walking, we saw that the bat had landed on the ground across the street from the Tiendita. It's a convenience store. Yeah, Tiendita. Okay, uh, on the corner of South Ridgeway and West 24th. We also noticed that it was looking right at us um, as we walked toward the intersection. It was very easy to see with the lights. As we got nearer, we saw someone come out of the Tiendita across the street, and this thing turned its attention toward the person who saw and screamed and took off running. It was then that it turned back to us and opened its wings and took a step toward us. My sister and I did not stand around to see what was going to happen next and took off running back towards West 23rd. The family member's house where we had come from was near and the viaduct where the train goes over. It was near the viaduct where the train goes over. This large bat let out a shriek and took off into the air because it flew just over our heads and then landed about 50 feet in front of us on the road. It looked right at us and shrieked at us. At that time a car turned onto south ridgeway from behind us on west 24th this bat took off from the road and flew off leaving us cowering on the sidewalk 
We had never been so scared in all our lives, and we hate to think that what would have happened to us if that car had not turned the corner when it did. The car continued its way, not even stopping, and we headed back to our family member's house, and her son gave us a ride home. After receiving the report, an investigator did make contact with the witnesses and spoke at length with both of them via telephone. Both siblings spoke of the events leading up to the encounter. Neither strayed from the story as told in the sighting report. Even after being questioned by the investigator separately, they both told the exact same story with no embellishment. They have both agreed to meet with a field investigator to retrace the steps at the site of the encounter. It will be scheduled at a future date and any information will be posted on the website. It is the investigator's opinion that the sighting appears to be genuine, but further investigation is warranted since the nature of the sighting is completely different than any of the others. Field investigators will be sent to the location within the next 72 hours to gather any additional data and attempt to speak with the people in the area and attempt to gather more information. Okay. So, what's going on? Why Little Village, I wonder? Um, well, I've noticed that... A lot of these have like a his, Hispanic descent. Um, is is the Mothman a predominantly Hispanic culture? No. Thing. If it was Chupacabra, I would say yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is it not fucking? You know what I mean, though. A lot of them have used Spanish. Yeah. It, well, that could be a heavily. Mexican, uh, like, a lot of Mexicans live in that area, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they have a convenience store called uh, Taco Dita or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Gordita, Taurito. Uh, gray humanoid disappears from Chicago downtown roof. Black uh, Devil. How about I just read some of these headlines and then we'll talk about it some more. Yeah. Black Devil encountered in Chicago's Little Village. There's another one, Little Village. Chicago Phantom viewed circling over Kenwood Lake Shore. Crowd observes Chicago Phantom circling above Lincoln Park Zoo. That's interesting. Large human-shaped bat twice seen within an hour. Bird watcher observes huge flying shadow over Possum Hollow Woods. Three separate witness sightings in Chicago's McCook suburb. Large flying bat-like being seen near 2011 photo location. Shadowy being lurking about in Chicago's Wicker Park. Chicago Phantom witnessed over Burnham Harbor before solar eclipse. Chicago Phantom sighting red lights over the water. Chicago Phantom makes an appearance at Lollapalooza. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Bat or big winged being observed on Chicago suburb house roof. Big owl circles offshore near Chicago's Ohio Street Beach. Winged humanoid confronts shocked Chicago witnesses. Large gliding being over Elgin, Illinois. Oh, that one's even closer to us. Let's read that one real quick. I was curious about the solar eclipse one. All right. Location was Technology Drive in Elgin, Illinois. Here's the initial report. All right. I may have seen the bean gliding west away from Chicago. I work in Elgin about one mile north from I-90 and about 45 minutes northwest of Chicago. I was outside of my work and looking skyward at the time the bean was very high up but i could tell it was very big it was the odd shape it was at the height of mid-flying airplane this was right about 11:45 a.m on august 1st 2017 it looked just like the thing in that pic that you have on your first sighting the pic with the native american statue it, it looked darker though but that could have just been the distance that it was because it was high and 
was going away from me also. I was hoping it would turn around, but it just kept going on a straight glide westward. I was getting my phone out too late. It would have looked like a dot if I would have tried to take a, get a pick. That's why I was hoping it would turn around. I didn't notice it flapping its wings. That's why I keep saying that it was gliding. It kept in a very straight, direct motion. I plan on taking breaks for the next few weeks around this time in case it passes again. Since this day, it has been very cloudy out, so I haven't been able to get a good look at the sky, but I believe I might have seen it in the distance the next day playing in the clouds. If it is a creature of habit, I hope it'll keep passing around my area around the same time. Like I said, I saw something that looked like a person in one of those squirrel suit, but if you know the suburbs, there's probably no way it could have been. I have been watching the skies even closer since then, and at this point I want to say whatever whatever I saw would have been the size of a small plane possibly but I didn't have anything to reference the size since it was so far up. Okay. Another glider, though. You know. Yeah. And the last couple haven't mentioned if they could hear the flapping of the wind. Right. Or wings, not wind. Well, we did skip a bunch. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, all right, here's some more. Um, dramatic flying humanoid encounter in River Forest. Chicago Phantom photo flying over Melrose Park. It's a photo. Let's see what that looks like. That looks like a fucking airplane. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, that's an airplane. Did the guest investigator notes on that some, one? Some, I'm getting there. Oh, this is the second one from Manuel. Manuel. Once again, Hispanic. Uh... You wanted to look at the... Yeah, the one that said solar eclipse. Oh, I thought it said photo, too. Maybe not. You just want to see a picture of the solar eclipse. No, I wanted to see if... Because that's that would be oh. a reason why you'd have a picture, because people are taking pictures of the fucking solar Manuel eclipse. Manuel works at UFO Clearinghouse. Yeah. That's for the man. I thought it was another report. At Okay, I'm a little skeptical of reporting what happened, but after reading and researching the sightings that have been happening in Chicago, I'm a little more confident that I will not be seen as insane. This happened on August 21st, 2017, at approximately 1.15 p.m. during the day, and the location is just off South Lynn White Drive on the southern end of Northerly Island in Chicago, Illinois. I was there with two of my friends, and we were there to watch the eclipse that was going to happen over Chicago at about 1.30 in the afternoon. We showed up approximately an hour and a half early to set up equipment to photograph it, or photograph See? and to observe the eclipse. We were watching and observing as the moon be- began its transit when we heard a very loud scream that sounded like squeaky truck brakes that squeal when you're passing, pressing hard on them. At first we thought that's what it was, maybe a CTA bus or big truck with brakes that needed changing or maintenance. We heard it again. This time it lasted about three seconds, whereas the previous sound was brief. I looked up to see a large object flying over the docks that stick out into Burnham Harbor from across the water. We were on the east side of the island facing west across the water on the parking lot and could see the docks that line the harbor on the opposite. Sure? Sure. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. This object looked like a large black bat but also had humanoid features such as pronounced arms and legs. 
It was flying along the edge of the docks near the open water and was maybe six or seven feet above the water surface. We saw it fly over most of the docks and then cut a hard left headed toward Soldier Field. We did see it gain altitude as it went over Campus Drive and then toward Soldier Field. The entire sighting lasted about a minute and a half from the time we saw it to the time it cut left and went toward the field. All three of us saw it, and all three of us were sober and not hallucinating. Mm-hmm. I am pretty confident that other people saw it because most of the island was filled with people there to see the eclipse. There was also multiple people diving, driving around the museum campus, which is always a very busy spot in the city. I ask that you please take this sighting very seriously as it was very disturbing to us to see this object. It looked like it was something that should not be messed with. It was scary and looked like it could rip somebody to shreds if it wanted to. This creature had to be about six, maybe seven feet tall. Once again, six or seven. Having to guess because it was in flight when we saw it. The wings were ginormous and had to be at least six feet wide when we saw them. You could tell that the wings were catching air because there was a wave motion as this creature glided along. When it banked to the left, it flapped its wings at least three or four times to gain altitude over the drive. It did look like it had a small tail from what we could see and that the feet ended in what looked like claws or talons. We did not see many features of the face as it was flying and might have looked, uh, might have been looking away from us. But of course we could not tell because we were in absolute shock. I do not know what else to compare it to as it was larger than most birds I've ever seen and that includes many of the eagles that I grew up with in Alaska. In fact, this thing put many of them to shame in size. It might not be of any consequence, but right after the sighting there was a decidedly audible hum that was lingering in the area for about 30 minutes. The hum stopped after about a half hour because we hung around for at least another hour to observe the eclipse and to see if we could possibly get another view of whatever this thing was. Well, that is my report. I hope not to sound like a complete imbecile, but I do know that what we saw was real flesh and blood and was quite scary as hell. Thank you for your time and attention to this. I sincerely appreciate it. Contact was made with with the witnesses and an extensive conversation was held. The witness, or he witnessed, or I suppose to say the witness who reported this sighting and her friend both stated that this creature was solid black and reminded them of the (laughs) herpes in the movie Clash of the Titans. It says harpies. Harpies, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. I never saw that movie. She did state that it had two arms and two legs and both seemed to be tipped with talons. The witness stated that the only lingering effect was a loud hum that was heard by everybody. The witness witnesses stated that the creature was flapping its wings and that it made a sound that sounded like squeaky brakes. When given the chance to add to the story or embellish it in any way, the witness stuck to the original story. It is the investigator's opinion that these witnesses are being genuine and they did see something and are not hoaxing any of the story. Hmm. Okay. And that's kind of downtown too, isn't it? Yeah, that's like. Right, oh, it's right by Soldier Field, yeah. Yeah, right there by Soldier Field. That's right. Over that. That's right by the Sure. The note here says, "I'm a bit surprised that the witnesses didn't make an attempt to get a photograph. They observed it for over a minute and had equipment with them. Let alone it was during the day." Manuel did mention it to them, but they stated the cameras had sun filters and that they were so enthralled by what they were watching, they just didn't think about taking a photo with the cell phone. The description is very interesting, somewhat different in some respects to the previous sightings. The sighting has been added to the Chicago Phantom. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Where were we going up here? Um, 
We were at the we were past traumatic. Okay, River Forest. Fan- we were past. Uh, right, we that. stopped right here at Melrose Park. Photo. Yeah. Seven foot tall bat-like creature perched on downtown Chicago street lamp. Giant bat-like entity emerges from under Chicago lakefront overpass. Human shapeshifts into giant blackbird on Chicago's tri-state tollway. Huge black shape seen gliding over Albany Park, Chicago. Second Auburn Gresham Chicago Phantom witness comes forward. Chicago Phantom leaps from Willis Tower. Oh, interesting. How the fuck would you be able to see that? That's way, way tall. Up there, yeah. Chicago police officer reports phantom sightings in Auburn Gresham neighborhood. That's police be officer. Legit cause it's a police officer, right? Yeah. I would say it's more legit than less legit. Bat-like humanoid seen flying over Logan Square. Chicago Phantom new witnesses confirm sighting at Adler Planetarium. Hmm. Large human-like yes. black bat seen Same at multiple thing. witnesses at Adler Planetarium. Giant red-eyed bat flies over a couple in Chicago's Lakeview. Jogger encounters Chicago Phantom near the Navy Pier. Large winged humanoid encountered again at Lincoln Park. Truck driver observes large bat-like humanoid gliding over Cicero, Illinois. Large black flying man sighted, sighting Calumet Park neighborhood in Chicago. Downtown Chicago flying humanoid sighting confirmed. Breaking pair of large bat-like humanoids downtown Chicago. Two of them. Large humanoid bat witnessed over Calumet Park in Chicago. Breaking bat out of hell witnessed by father and son Little Calumet River in Chicago. Fourth sighting in Chicago, giant bat over Lake Michigan, Montrose Beach. Breaking third Chicago Allman sighting reported. Chicago Allman Mothman seen again by multiple witnesses. And then we're right back at the top. Where we started, yeah. Yeah. So That's a lot, dude. It is a lot. But now, like I said, I wonder if once you get one or two, if then people start noticing it and saying, like, oh, I'm going to put my own in there. Well, and like that one was a fucking plane, dude. Yeah, with the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I wonder, like, all right, so let's say all these people are seeing something. Okay. Could it be just a really big bird? Yeah, it could be. I mean, we've got some really big eagles around here and hawks and shit. I mean, but, like, out there. like, I don't see why not. Could all these people be seeing the same thing and their imagination starts to run wild. So, like, you see a large, or maybe it's not even that, but maybe it's like, okay, so what's the average size of a of an eagle? Like, how big are they? Or a hawk or something maybe like that. Maybe two feet. Let's look. Well, they're not really saying eagle. They're saying bat. Yeah. So. Oh. Let's see. Oh, that's... Pounds. The average wingspan ranges from six to seven and a half feet. How tall is it, though? For an eagle, that's a pretty big fucking wingspan, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, about length varies from thirty-five to thirty-seven inches. Like I said, about three feet. So that's a yeah. Okay, so now they're doubling the size and height, but the wingspan's about the same. That's or well. A little bit bigger, because what were they getting? Saying like twelve feet wingspan. Yeah. So yeah, the reason you, I went with eagle because bats aren't that big. There's no well, way they're gonna find a bat that big. Here, let's look up largest bat on. It's called a flying fox. Giant golden crown flying fox gets its species name from the golden fur around the head and shape. Sharp contrast with the black body. 
Like all their fruit bats, they have no tail. They are among the largest bats with a wingspan of 4 feet 11 inches to 5 feet 7 inches and weighing 1.5 to almost 3 pounds. But how tall is the tallest one? How big are vampire bats? (laughs) I didn't know that was a real thing. That can't be real. Could be. Kind of looks like a scene from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, well, let's click on this and see if there's like a height. Okay. It comes from the Philippines. So yeah, I don't know how the fuck it would survive in Chicago in that cold ass right. weather. Now, granted, all these were pretty much in like the warmer time of the year. Yeah, in the, in the wind, or summer, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Not seeing anything on height. Well, look at range. Scroll down to the range. What's it say for range? Just uh, telling you where. Oh, I don't want that. I want the, like the size range. Well, that would be right here. They're just not giving that information. It looks tiny from mm-hmm. this picture. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a two feet tall tops. No, that one there is not even a fucking foot, dude. Um. Tiny so let's fuck. see. Average. Here, let's see. Oh, but they're not. People aren't describing a bald eagle or an eagle of any kind. I know. Kind. That's what I'm saying they're let's talking see. about a bat. Largest hawk. On record. This hawk's a little darker. The Lou Ferrigno hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, me Hulk Hawk. <laughs> me Hawk. Um, with its puffed chest and stern eyes, it looks every bit like the classic hunter. It is, as the name suggests, the adult is brown above with rusty streaks and white below. The Lou Ferrigno Hawk. Doesn't say how tall the Lou Ferrigno Hawk is. <laughs> That's an ugly fucker. I don't think they're seeing that either. No, but either. let's see. Do we have any kind of... Okay. Length in the species ranges from 20 to 27 inches. So not quite two to two, a little over two foot tall. A wingspan from 48 to 60 inches. So four to five. With an average of about 55 inches. And weight from two to five pounds. Okay, so that's the Lou Ferrigno hawk. Now, if I saw that, I would never think that's a fucking human. I wouldn't think it was a bat either. No. So, all right. So, what are people seeing, is my question. Don't. <laughs> Large flying fox. Wasn't that? That's the one we looked so at already. All right, well, let's see what this says here. Maybe this will give us. This is a different page. Maybe it will give us more information. All right. Um, it weighs one to three pounds. has a wingspan of up to four feet. The head itself, head body length is 11 about to 13 inches. A foot. That's a pretty good size head, dude. Head, head body. So I think that's the whole thing. 
Oh, okay. Head to body, I think. I was just the head. I was going to say, that. I mean, we might have something here. That's what I was thinking, too, when I first read it, but then it says the head body length, so I think it's a whole thing. It's only, only a fucking foot average. So unless there's like 14 of them on top of each other. Yeah, flying as one giant object. Or what would but the one, the only one said it looked like a man in dark clothing when he was standing in the middle of the road. Everything else says it was a bat-like man. There's only one that said he was a man-like bat. You know? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to see if these exist. Okay. So, you know how, like, you, you used to hear about, like, these jet packs or something. Yeah, yeah. What if there's a, some guy, let's just say, mm-hmm. has one of these, like, built some, like, a jet pack drone type thing while he's wearing a costume that, whatever, and wearing, like, goggles that light up red or something like that, or projecting red have lights. You, have and you he's s- going around fucking with people. Like, I mean, is this too ridiculous? Have you seen the new Spider-Man? No. Michael Keaton plays, I don't know if it's Birdman or who he plays, because he plays Birdman in another movie, but he plays the bad guy in... Um, no, don't do Birdman. Do Michael Keaton, Spider-Man. Um, I am Birdman... But there's a scene, he's this giant bird. And not like Birdman the movie, because that was just fucking weird, but... Let me just Google it. Yeah, get a picture of it. Maybe someone's got that fucking thing. Was this thing, like, you're talking about the costume? Yeah, yeah. And the costume, and he had a jetpack. Why are we not being able to see any like this kind of? No. This? Well, no, that's this. This. What the fuck? Why can't this? This. Yeah, that. It's kind of like that. This. Yep. Uh. The one on the right is the one that he... Yeah. Should I... How the fuck do I search this? Spider-Man... And then, and then, yeah. Hmm. Far right is kind of like the one up a little bit right there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it, but it's a cartoon drawing of it. kind of weird that they don't have any pictures of it yeah that's really Yet weird dude he's in the movie right yeah as this yeah and multiple scenes seem very clear yeah yeah, yeah. yet this is the best we got <laughs> yeah that's for fucking stills i wonder why that is dude it makes you wonder could this be now here's the thing the reason i say like some dude fucking with people it's not an actual, like, creature from another dimension. Is... Do Michael Keaton Spider-Man Birdman costume. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of these. Yeah. 
Okay. Well. That's from Birdman, though. What if you go to the IMDb page for Spider-Man Homecoming and see if there's pictures there from Michael Keaton's character? Why wouldn't Google be pulling that, though? You know what I, I mean? I don't know. I feel like we're going to spend right, an hour yeah, on fuck this it, piece. Fuck, but it, fuck it, forget it. But yeah, I was trying to go that same route, though. Well, I get the idea. So we know that there's their technology is... Um, okay, so I hate to go this route, but let's just say. What would be the point of it? One, let's say there's some guy fucking around with people. He's got some sort of like hovering, flying machine device like a... Uh, jetpack or something like that. Like this one here. But that's not what they're seeing. So is there is there a drone type device that could literally lift a human and whatever? I mean, there's these flyboards, it looks like, but... But to take them all the way up there? Well, a lot of these reports saying it shoots straight up. What's this? This one, I'm just trying to build a case. That's definitely not it. No. It's kind of cool looking. I'm trying to build a case to show that this could be done from a human. Like a human could do this if, yeah. with enough inventiveness and access to things. This is not. Maybe I'm not going to be able to. No, I don't think you can. Human Bird Wings Project. Okay. He went flying jetpack. Let's see. What is this? (laughs) But you'd hear that. What the fuck is it, though? Best use snowboarding and backcountry skiing. It's an airbag. Is this one of those things that like James Bond has when you're like falling and you, it like surrounds you like a bubble? Maybe. <laughs> or something. It doesn't look like a jetpack to me. It says avalanche something. Yeah, I think it's an avalanche protector. Yeah. It's like shoots out and surrounds you, I think. Well, you can get that for $1,100. Oh, here we go. Something like this. Yeah. Now, if you... Okay, so this is... Let's see. It's Delta Wing Jetpack. This guy named uh, Ives Zarasi has been taking his Delta Wing jetpack out for brief jaunts at exotic locations around the globe for years. So could it be him fucking with people? Yeah, so like a version of this, like let's say the costume he's wearing is uh, more like a bird or bat looking. I don't know, but what's the point of it all, I guess? Like you could do this 
thing here too, this flying board. Mm-hmm. One of these. But dress up like a fucking, put the wings on and all this shit. You know what I right, mean? Right. I don't know. This would go straight up. This here's fake. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, can we make, can we even attempt to make the argument that something exists that a human could actually have that could fly them around, land them on top of sh- street light poles and, or, you know what I mean? Or is this something that, I mean, are people's, are they actually seeing something like from another dimension? Like, I mean, at a certain point, I I can't, I have a hard time going that route. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and like the mind plays tricks on you. And if people hear, like you said, a lot of people, a lot of these people have heard this story. If they hear, oh man, there's been like 15 sightings in our neighborhood. Wow, we might see something. And then you go out wanting and expecting to see something, and your mind is smart enough to kind of play tricks on you to say, yeah, that's what you just fucking saw. Right. When in reality, you, you saw either a, a fucking bird, like a crow, or nothing at all even, you know? Keep talking. No, I was just trying to think. Like, I, I, I just don't buy it, dude. And why from 2011 to, to now was there only... Two sightings until this year, or last year. And there's fucking 30 from last year. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird, too. Are there uh, any other sightings anywhere else other than Chicago right now? No, they're calling it the Chicago Owl Man. Not even Batman, the Chicago Owl Man. So you go Man. back to Owl, too, now. So Oh, yeah. How big are owls? Owls can get yeah. pretty big. A- average. Have you seen Winnie the Pooh? has a big fucking owl. Owl uh, size. Here we go. Let's see here. Great horned owl. 17 to 25 inches in length. Two uh, feet. Possess a wingspan of three to five feet. So I wonder if... Google what kind of bird has red eyes. Yeah. Glowing red eyes. Red-eyed birds. Okay. We're going to get a list here. That's fine. Great crested greb? Nope, not it. Greb. These are all American fucking coot. Duck. They're duck-looking fuckers. Morning swim. No, that's not a bird. So. Right, right the poser. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like duck kind of, or like real tiny bird. Bigfoot. Hmm. That was a bad website. <laughs> uh, okay. Largest owl on record, with a body the size of a small child and a wingspan of up to two meters. How big is that? You know, more than one meter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Great gray owl. Ooh, great. They were all saying it was gray in color. True. Okay. Very large owl documented as the world's largest species of owl by length. 
It is distributed across the northern hemisphere. Aha! And it is the only species in the Strix genus found in both eastern and western hemispheres. Some areas it is also called Phantom of the North. Cinder's Ooh, owl, spectral owl, Lapland owl, spruce owl, bearded owl, and sooty owl. And owl man. Okay. Uh, adults have large round, rounded head with a gray face and yellow eyes with darker circles around them. The underparts are light with dark streaks. The upper parts are gray with pale bars. This owl does not have ear tufts and has large facial disc of any raptor. There is a white collar or bow tie just below the beak. Long tail tapers to a rounded end. In terms of length, the gray Great gray owl is believed to exceed the Eurasian eagle owl and the black Blackestone's fish owl is the world's largest owl. The great gray is outweighed by those two species as well as several others, including most of the bubo genus. Three, three feet the tallest, though. Um, much of its size is deceptive since it's this species' fluffy feathers, large head, and longest tail. Of any extent, owl obscure... Uh, does that make any sense how this is written? No. Or am I just reading it like a retard? No, it, it's written like a retard. Okay. So it doesn't, I just want people to think that I'm fucking moron how I read. Um, the length ranges between 24 to 33 inches, averaging 28 inches for females and 26 inches for males. The wingspan can exceed 5 feet, but averages 4 feet 8 inches for females and 4 feet 7 inches for males. The adult weight ranges from one to four and a half pounds. Okay, the males are usually smaller than females, as with most owl species. So I'd say no. And looking at that picture, there's none in. There's really none in North America, except for like Seattle area in California. Yeah. Um. They like forested areas. Chicago's not really uh, foresty. No. They don't have red eyes. They have yellow eyes. Okay, so maybe not. Damn, look at that fucking guy fly. All in flight. Now, is it possible they're seeing a smaller bird and letting the their... Um, let's see. Owls that look like I don't even think, bats. I don't even think that's a possibility. What? That they're seeing a smaller bird and thinking it's bigger. Because you're not going to mistake a three-foot thing for like seven feet tall. Really? I don't think so. I want to see. You're going to tell me Toby looks seven feet tall? Well, if you throw him in the fucking air... With some wings, maybe. Yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't. All see right, it. what do you think it is then? I think it's just their mind playing tricks on them. I think they're. Well, seeing, they have to be seeing something. Well, yeah, they could see a a bat or a bird or anything, dude. It's so, a shadow. They, fuck, you know. All right. Then that town, Chicago, is riddled with gargoyles and shit all throughout their buildings. Yeah. What's not to say they see a shadow, and then they look again, and it's gone. But they're describing these things. So is, that, is that where it comes to they're just using their imagination and and literally bullshitting a story for? But like, okay, I understand why people do shit like that. And and then once something starts to trend a little bit, then you it's, know more people jump on the. It's attention seeking, man. But yeah, they say, "Oh, I don't want to be contacted." I don't. I mean, 
I mean, to me, I'm going to go with that route, too, that I think it's, like, maybe some of these people are full of shit, but... Especially the boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Like, don't contact us because we can get in trouble with the family and work, but here's my email address and name anyways. You can talk to me. The very end, she changed her mind. Like, she's got discrepancies in her own fucking story. You know? Yeah. Hmm. I just, I just don't see it, man. So, are we going to call all these people bullshit? Yeah. I'm going to call Snopes on this one. Oh, yeah. Let's see what Snopes has to say. <laughs> um, Chicago, oh, man. Snopes. Nothing Snopes has not weighed in on this one. It's not pussies. political. That's why. Let's see, did Snopes ever weigh in on Mothman? We have determined this to be unproven. Unproven, they say. Yep. Jesus Christ. Literally, everything infuriates me about this website. I I cannot fucking stand this website. All right, let's see what Snopes says. Mothman about town. A man who wished to remain anonymous claimed to have snapped pictures of Mothman, the legendary West Virginian flying monster. So it's got these fucking long-ass legs. Okay. Um, Unproven. Origin on November 20th, 2016. Not too far off. An un- unidentified man allegedly captures images of what he believes to be Mothman, a flying humanoid monster that gained fame for terrorizing the West Virginia town Point Pleasant in the mid-1960s. The photographer gave the pictures to a local news station, claiming he took them while driving on State Route 2. The station aired the pictures in a November 21st, 2016 report. The images are grainy and show the silhouette of a large, of a two-legged winged creature flying around treetops. The Mothman has been a part of the local folklore for Point Pleasant. And blah, 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 blah. See, now if you look at that picture, go scroll up. If you look at that picture, you've got, I can't really do it now, but I wish I had a laser pointer. you got the legs on the back. Mm-hmm. Up front is definitely like the wings, and then you've got like his head and a jetpack. Does that not look like a jetpack? Like this here looks like a bird. This here looks like, I mean, maybe yeah. Some scrawny ass fucking just, legs. Is it? Yeah, that's the thing. The, the legs look almost like uh, someone that can't walk. <laughs> like yeah. their fucking leg didn't completely grow, right? right. Or something. But it also doesn't look like legs that would be able to hold some animal-like creature that fucking... Like, it, the legs look like as soon as they any weight was put on them, they would crumble. Yeah, they look like you know what I mean? sticks almost. Yeah. So it almost looks fake. Like, what if you... Let's see. What else could these things be that... Like, this guy's got a picture. This could also be a bullshit picture, too. Hmm. What are we thinking about Mothman? Like, what do you think about all that? You remember all that, right? God, I, I've been trying to... Uh, the whole episode, I've been trying to think of the movie. I haven't seen the movie in forever. I, th- I thought the movie was a piece of shit. But anyways, let's go to... this. Is Let's do a quick thing on this. It's all kind of combined. Um, it's a legendary creature reportedly seen in Point Pleasant area of November 12th to November 15th in 1966-67. So just over a year was the time span. Um, 
Mothman was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 and later popularized by John Keel in his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies, claiming that there were supernatural events related to the sightings and connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Mothman is the subject of regional folklore and popular culture. The 2002 film Mothman Prophecies starring Richard Gere was based on Keel's book. An annual festival in Point Pleasant is devoted to the Mothman legend. I think it's just folklore, dude. I think it's just bullshit that... So somebody made it up. And, and told the wives' tale story, and the people and fucking started seeing birds, yeah. and or not even they just jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, they wanted to be part of the fucking action, you know. Hmm, it makes you wonder. Like if, if you and I, you and I post. Well, you can't because you don't have it. But if I posted tonight that I saw a, a fucking UFO fly over fucking Walmart tonight, right? I guarantee. 15 people fucking say, oh, dude, I saw it. I got pictures of it. Really? All right, let's see it. Because I just fucking made it up. You know what I mean? I could see people jumping on the bandwagon and just be part of it. Because everyone in in the world wants to be part of something. Right. You know? And what what's the easiest thing to be part of but some bullshit story that no one can prove that you can or can't be part of? Right. So... Hmm. There's a couple things I want to say. I'm trying to like figure out which route I go here. So, could it be at all possible that there's some sort of creature that is along the same lines as a, what would be like a Bigfoot or a whatever, that is seen... But then, not many people have picture or video, or what they do, it's all grainy, it's all shitty, it's all whatever. But yet, these things cross from one side to another, or from one dimension. So, like, we can only see them for a short period, because it's, they just happen to be in our... In our existence during and, their feeding time, or whatever. Or, or, or at this at this moment, in this place, for, like, a certain period of time. And then... You know, you know what I mean? Or well, the problem with that is, in our understanding, or at least my understanding, in order for you to cross planes or time travel, you need some type of um, mechanical engineering, some type of scientific shit, and to to present this wormhole, you have to create this time space continuum ripple or something, All right? Birds don't really have the technology. I'm not saying this is a bird. I'm saying this is a something that we don't quite well, okay, understand well, yet. Let's some just say. weird Mothman thing. Some some animal, some creature is not going to have that kind of technology to be able to come and go when it needs to. And it's not going to know think, that, oh, if I fly this way, I'm going to land in Chicago no, in, in 2017. I think its goal is to time travel. What, I think you're missing what I'm getting at. This thing exists on a different plane okay. altogether from us, okay. from humans. We know that there's four dimensions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. These things say they exist in the sixth dimension. I- I'm just merely putting out a okay. bullshit number. Right, yeah. Humans don't have an understanding of what a fifth or sixth or seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, twelfth, fortieth dimension is. Mm-hmm. Because we just have it aren't that advanced yet, but these things exist in that other dimension, and 
at times, through whatever thing we don't quite understand yet, because we're not advanced, they can be seen in the our dimension, what we know. It is, I mean, what, I, what I'm saying is I can't completely rule it out because we don't know everything yet. Right, right, right. right. And also, you have these places like, um, what the fuck's that? Um, that island off of New York. Ellis Island? No. Hang on. I, let me, I, I forget the fucking name of it. Yeah, it's that. They do those. Um, Plum Island. Okay, there's a whole lot of like, so there's this Plum Island off of New York where they, uh, where they created Lyme disease. That's mm-hmm. kind of like where, but they, there's like all these rumors that they are like breeding animals, like different species of animals and making these like creature-like things because like mm-hmm. a lot of these like weird, like what would be a cross between a like dog a and a alligator, something would like wash up. Uh, or so it's like a one of these things washed up. It's it's like a dog body, but it has a bird beak. Mm-hmm. Well, what the fuck is that? And it, it's like dead, and it washes up on the uh, like New York mainland, not far from where this island. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes you wonder, like, did we create some sort of fucking thing, and it's loose? You know what I mean? Uh, well, let's, we're, the, the, let's our, go that route. If we did. They'd be trying to track it and find it, and I guarantee you they would have got it by now. What if it is out there intentionally now? Not that they're trying to get it, but they may be tracking it, but let's say you released something. I mean, what would be the point? But uh, More... More population control, but on the same token, I wouldn't see them releasing it because they wouldn't want it to get out, that they had anything to do with it. I think the most interesting thing here is, like, almost what you said very, very early on in this episode is, why the fuck does nobody have a, a actual good picture? Mm-hmm. But, same thing, why don't we have an actual good picture of any UFO? Any, you know what I mean? Like, why don't we have... Especially if this thing is supposedly being seen during the day. Right. And everybody's like, so then if you go that route, I'm, I'm trying to weigh both sides. I'm playing, I'm trying yeah, to play no, devil's advocate no, with no. myself here. Right, right. If you could have the ability to project through, what's that thing where you can like... Mental telepathy. Something like that, where you're striking fear in someone so bad that... They don't even think to grab the thing that's in their hand already and take a picture. Is there a technology that could exist that we're not privy to yet that could do that? Yeah, absolutely. And then, especially if you're, because for the longest time I thought, well, most of these abductions are probably um, some sort of black military operation. Where they're dressed up like aliens to give the appearance. So, like, when mm. these people, then they do these fucking tests on whatever, and then these people are going to go back and say, and aliens, I saw them. 
but it's really just a fucking human dressed like that to f- give you the that memory that you're, it's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're drugged, so you're already kind of loopy, you know, and you're not fully there. It's, you know what I mean? You wouldn't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it makes you, or are these people all full of shit? Like how many people are well, recording one... something to this that, that is completely bullshit, like 100% bullshit? There's, they didn't see anything, but they just want to be part of this thing. Well, see, going off that one video that you watched with that dude with the house and the camera where the light was shining on the fucking siding and the siding was burned, like, how do you fake that? Yeah. And then the guys came the very next day and replaced the siding, and then his and landlord, his landlord didn't said he didn't have, any, have anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, see, that, that kind of shit's weird. And where the company was from was, like, way far away, remember? Yeah. Now, see, that, so. that shit is weird. And that, that stuff makes you wonder, but he's got proof yeah he's got video proof of like and these camera uh, these uh workers were trying to stay off his camera mm-hmm. they didn't want to be seen. yeah you didn't see their faces at all like they would turn every time he would which i can understand if you're just hired to do a job at this house and some guys out there trying to film you you probably wouldn't um, i don't think you'd give a shit if you're yeah. hired and you're a, a legit worker you wouldn't give a shit no probably not it is weird i'll give you that one um I don't know. I, 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 this whole thing is odd. It is because there's so like many said, angles. The, the, I think the jury's still out. I, because yeah, we just don't know. We don't have enough information. Going off of this, I can't make a, a statement one way or the other if it's true or if it's not true. I don't believe in my heart that it's true. I think they're seeing other shit, or they're on the bandwagon, or their minds playing tricks on them because they've heard. Hey, you know. I mean, fuck, think about the haunted house, dude. We know it's a haunted, it's, it, it's a haunted house. We create the haunt, the scariness of it. But you can't tell me walking around that place in, a, in the fucking dark, it's not scary as shit. Why? Yeah. It's just a building. Yeah. And you everything I mean? in there is what you put there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So but it's kind of the, the same thing. It's the mind. Right. I mean, like. Right. I mean, I can't. I can't rule out seeing shit because I did a lot of drugs in my day and I still have flashbacks, so I still see weird shit randomly. So I, I can't dismiss that. I can't guarantee these other people did LSD and acid that isn't as much as I did. Yeah. But Well, like a lot of them, I think they all get asked that when mm-hmm. they do further like in follow-ups or whatever. And they ask me, were you drinking? Were you on any kind of drug? And, you know... You're probably, if you're making this report, if you had been drinking, you'd probably say no. You hadn't been because you want to sound as legit as possible. And where are the police reports? How come there's no, wouldn't you call the police? That's the, that's an interesting piece. So I'm glad you brought that up because I completely (laughs) forgot about it until you brought that up. Yeah, I'm bringing all kinds of shit up, man. The guy that runs this site, uh, phantomsandmonsters.com, he said that they have, he's filed, um, FOIA request to the Chicago Police Department Mm -hmm. for the police reports on these, and they refuse to give them. They say that nothing exists, there are no police reports, yet there's police officers that have actually reported seeing these things. Mm -hmm. So if a police officer is reporting to this, they've more than likely did their own police report for it, maybe, you'd assume. But when they file this FOIA request, they say that nothing exists, there are no police reports. Yet you have all these supposed sightings, but not a single police report? Yeah. That there, seems kind of odd, right? There would be... Are they lying? Well, not only that, but I, I would assume once their telekinesis is over and they're thinking in their right head, they're going to call the police. They're going to call 911. 
So there should be 911 operator, you know, recordings and shit. You should have that. Or, now here's the other thing. Would you... If you left here today, and you're out doing whatever you're doing, and you're letting the dogs out at night, and all of a sudden you see this thing with fucking red eyes, and it doesn't do anything, your dogs are barking at it, and it just flies up in the air and is gone. Now, are you going to, for one, call the cops? You're going to say yes. But no, I I'm going to say me, okay. me personally, I probably wouldn't. So I did see something the other day. But now, why wouldn't you call the cops? Because of, I guess what I know in my mindset, they're not going to do anything. They're probably going to laugh at you. So you're literally making the point for all these people yeah, why they wouldn't. Why they didn't maybe, call the cops? Yeah, okay, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. But the lady that, you know, the girl and her boyfriend were jumped on his car and tried to kill him and shit, you would think they'd call 911 to fucking... Now that one... You know what I mean? Yeah, why wouldn't you? But no, the other night, dude, I did. I saw something. I'm not... I have no idea what it was. Um, it was a couple... A week and a half ago when we had all that rain. It was, it was late at night. I let, the, I let the one dog out that wanted to go out. And because it was raining, I had my hat on. I took my glasses off. And it was dark. Didn't have a flashlight because it was raining. Usually I bring a flashlight at night because we've had possums and raccoons and shit. So usually I'd like to see. Well, um, I, and you've seen my backyard. It's in hell shape. So I go out my, go in my backyard, head along the house, take a left, go along the fence. I'm in the back corner. Like this is the back corner here. And directly across to the farthest part of my yard, I see something white and gray take off hauling ass diagonal to where we just were in the back corner by my house. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it kind of like circles around a little bit and then takes off running again and out the door. How big? It was probably the size of like between a coyote and a wolf. Really? Yeah. It was on four legs, had a tail. It, I have no idea what it was. And so she, of course, the dog wanted to go after it. So we went out. I wanted to see what it was too. So we went in the yard, the front yard, gone. No idea where the fuck it is. It could have been behind my porch, you know, or behind my bushes or something. Not a cat? No, it's way bigger than a cat, dude. But so, I, so another I, dog? So, no, if it was another dog, it would have barked, growled, something. This thing had made no noise. A wolf or coyote is not going to make noise. It will be startled and take off, yes. So I tell Joy, and she's talking to the neighbors, and the neighbors have seen a coyote and a wolf in our neighborhood, supposedly. I don't agree with the wolf thing. Coyotes, yes. But... It's weird. But I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything with that other than, I don't know, the f I, I still to this day have no idea what the fuck it is. Um, now, I know, and we, we, we real don't time, they, they're saying there's apart. a cougar running around, yeah, too. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I've heard people seeing coyotes, you can hear them out, like, if you go outside of my house in the summer, you can hear them howling. Okay, so I know coyote, but a, a coyote, what do they look like? Um, like that? Coyote could be... Yeah, it could have been that one. I mean, it kind of looks like wolves in a That's way. It's kind of the like, color. If it's maybe got the... Uh, holy shit, look at that. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Hmm. Um... I don't know. So, a coyote looks like a dog, a mix of dog between a, a dog and a fox, maybe. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I said, like a dog or something would bark. Make some type of noise trying. I mean, even the fucking possum. Wolf. wolf. They look very similar. Yeah. yeah. Even the possum would hiss and make noise. That thing fucking hissed at me when I came up on it. But this thing ran. It took off. Now, do I think it's an alien? No. No. Do I think it's some bird man or some wolf dog man thing? No. I think it was either a wolf or a coyote. Because they wouldn't make a noise. Right. And they were, it was startled and it took off running. You know, there was me and a dog and that was it, you know. I'm lucky as fuck I had her on a leash. Yeah. You know, and I do at night so because how of how did the, it get out of your yard? Your backyard? I didn't shut, I didn't shut the gate. Oh, I didn't so it ran the through, the, through the gate. Yeah, I left the gate open. How the fuck did it get in in the first place I wanted? We left the gate open. Oh. See, we so used it was to, already in your yard from the gate. Yeah, it was in the backyard. Okay. Yeah. Sniffing around doing what the fuck it was doing in the back corner behind the garage. And then when I came out, it must have said, oh shit, something's going on. And it waited till I was the furthest moment and it must have forgot where I was or where, how it got in or what. But it darted towards the first, there is a gate there, but it's bungee corded. We don't use it. So it's closed off. So then it spun around, kind of looked around, did a circle and then took off running out and then disappeared. So at the closest to you, what was the closest it ever was? Probably from here to the table of beer. Okay, so 20 feet. 25, 20, yeah, something like Okay. That. In the rain, at night, no glasses on. Yeah. It was a cat. <laughs> no, no, but, no, it was, no, it was bigger than a cat, dude. Right. Now, do you want it to just be a coyote or dog or something? Or No, I don't, I don't care what it is. Right. I'll, I'll never know. Right. You know, now, unless, how, did your I, do- how did your dog react to seeing it? Um, she saw it after I did, like when it went through the gate, she saw it, and she fucking immediately wanted to go after it. And you were like, oh. Yeah, she, I pulled it. I was like, all right, well, fuck it, let's go. You're on a leash. You're not going to get off the leash. Let's go. And Was she like really like going like, let's get to the front, let's get to the was, front? Yeah, she was, she was pulling hard and whining hard. She wanted to get after it. Um, had I let her go, she probably would have caught it maybe because she's pretty fucking fast. Um, but you would have been left in the dust. Oh yeah, I would have been gone. I would have no. And she's black, so there's no. I have no idea to chase her. You know what I mean? Um, but no. In, in before that night, we've always kept the gate closed because of the possum, the raccoon that we have, right. and we don't want anything in the backyard when we let them out at night because we just don't because it's that L shape. We don't know what's behind the garage. Yeah. So I usually will even still to this day, even before that, usually. I'll walk her to the one edge of the garage so I can see, make sure nothing's there with the flashlight, shine it through the whole backyard, and then I take her off the leash and let her run around and I'll shut the gate and go. Um, but, yeah, that one night, because it was raining, we were trying to hurry the last time we let him out. We didn't shut the gate. Had we shut the gate, we wouldn't be having this conversation. All right. You know. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, you probably saw a coyote. Probably. And that's fine. That would be my guess, because coyotes are in this area. Mm-hmm. I've not heard wolves necessarily having been in this area, but do coyotes howl like wolves? Don't they kind of? Yeah. 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 Um, and I think they're more common. Now, cougar, I don't know. There there was that one person said they saw like a black panther yeah. running around in like the, uh, yeah, I heard like that uh, out in the country-ish mm-hmm. kind of, which that's kind of weird. I can't see that, but I mean, you get you got the El Nino and, and climate change and, and fucking what's the fucking thing I'm thinking of? Global warming. Yeah, that's the word. You got that. So think, if you believe things, that, things are changing, man. I mean, 
Animal patterns are changing, you know? I mean, think about it. It's fucking, right now, real time, it's almost February. Granted, it's not a lot of cold and a lot of snow everywhere, but I'm still seeing birds flying south now. What the fuck have they been doing for the last two months? I've noticed that my whole life. It doesn't ever seem like, you always heard, oh, birds always fly south. It's like fucking almost the end of winter and they're flying south. Like, what are these birds doing? You have birds that come up here just for the winter? Right. We got the guys from Canada, the Canadian geese and the Canadian ducks flying to fucking Chicago because it's warmer here. Yeah. They they get this far like, fuck it. I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, well, see, I always thought that was bullshit anyways. And I don't know. You... It almost feels like everything you're taught in school, in hindsight, when you get to be adult, kind of seems bullshit anyways. Yeah. But there, I remember in school, they would be like, oh yeah, birds fly south. Like, like a bird from, say, Rockford, it flies all the way down to Mexico. That's a long fucking way. Mm-hmm. That's a long way for humans to go, and a bird flying, maybe it's not as long because you're flying, but they don't fly as fast as a car drives and they don't fly as fast as a fucking jet unless they're hanging on to the jet <laughs> so it, it, it just seemed bullshit and then the yeah. fact that they could make it back to where i don't know humans can go to mexico and make it back to where they live too i get it like but they make i don't know i just don't really i bet you they don't really go any it doesn't seem like any bird really goes anywhere it's always just kind of like maybe hibernating like you know what I mean? Well, okay. How about the squirrels go find their nuts after they hide right. them for fucking six months? I, I Here's a weird question for you, completely off topic, Sense. but along that along that line. Deer. We know there's deer in every fucking city. Where the fuck are they during the day? Yeah. You know, we've got across the street from our house is a ballpark. There's a little wooded area behind us, and there's tracks and fucking, you can tell they nest there and sleep there. But where are they? But where the fuck are they during the day? So that's that brings me to this whole <laughs> Bigfoot thing. So if a literally in a tiny little forested area in a city, a deer, a whole family or whatever you pack of deer exists there because you can tell they're there, but yet you don't ever fucking see them in, unless they're like standing in your front yard. Mm-hmm. But you know they exist. So the same thing with a Bigfoot. These things are spotted, supposedly, but nobody ever gets a fucking picture. But there's tracks and there's, you know, but you don't ever get droppings. You don't, you know what I mean? Of like these things. Um, but yet they have these giant footprints or, uh, trees that are all scuffed up or whatever. But the, where do the fuck do these animals go hide? Like, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. kind of weird. But then in the same respect, why can't this thing, this owl man, be the same thing what if it's something we just haven't fucking we don't know about yet it's possible because they're still finding like fish and shit in the sea that we've never classified before yeah you know it just makes you wonder like what a quite the thing is though is why have we never found it before that's i still even with the new species of fish and shit why we never found it before what why we never found here's the thing i think there's a skeleton in science i think there's a lot of assumption because just because we're discovering this thing now, we automatically assume it's existed forever. Well, what if two fish that weren't supposed to fuck fucked and now have made this new fish, but now we as, this is a new species that's been around forever. We just never knew about it. Well, how about maybe it was just created? Or maybe you did it in the lab and released it in this lake and now all of a sudden we're discovering it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wonder how much bullshit is really going on with all this. That's true, man. Could have fucked a bat. Well, that 
that's ridiculous. But <laughs> it, who knows? I mean, yeah. humans fuck uh, dogs and goats and cows and everything, and else. all that. Have you heard about the shit where they're putting? Um, they're trying to grow human organs within cows. No, I have not heard yeah. that. Well, that's a whole other weird thing that they're like actually trying to do that they've come out. Weird. Yeah. So, like, there's weird shit going on, and, and that's just the little bit that we know about. What about all the shit we don't know that's going on? Like, maybe something like Area 51, they want you to think it's all UFO airplane technology, when in reality they're doing goofy shit like that. Well, we've... Wouldn't that be a great I cover we, story? I thought you we know? covered that, and there is a, a layer of shit that supposedly we're we're uh, experimenting on humans, and then one that well, yeah, we've aliens are. Oh, well, what what if it's shit's real? Is what I'm saying. I, know, I'm saying. I I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, look at. I mean, I know it's a fucking fictional movie based off a video game, but look at Raccoon City from Resident Evil. Look how many fucking layers that goddamn building had in the build, you know, underneath the ground. Right, the whole fucking subway system and shit that. Uh, it's possible. It makes you wonder what what is underground, you mm-hmm. know that, and and how many secrets are they really keeping from us, and and who are they? Are these privately owned companies that are getting funding through black budgets of our government, or is it literally just the government behind it all? Mm-hmm. Like everybody says, how the fuck could the government be that they can't can't even get our taxes right, let alone do this? Yes, but they can also fund privately owned companies to do these things yep. you know what i mean i think and maybe a they fuck up our taxes is. to take us off uh, the heat you know they're making us worry about this now we gotta deal with this shit what do you think everything is a distraction everything's a distraction and yeah, if I you totally start to get close to something i mean and two they make these kinds of things like chicago all man seem ridiculous on top mm-hmm. of it they make people not even want to say that they saw something when in reality they saw something mm-hmm you know what I mean? Yeah, it's only acceptable that you've seen UFOs or Bigfoot. Other because they've else. made it. Because they have a TV show called Ancient Aliens that talks about it all the time. And that's like mm-hmm. their fucking thing. If, it, if we weren't supposed to know about it, you think they'd have a fucking TV show? And all these other shows that well, are about it? You know what I mean? That's the whole it Makes me wonder sight, if it's all dude. bullshit, too. That's the hiding in plain sight, man. You know, we... We fucking told you there's a goddamn TV show. There's millions of TV shows out there. But yet the government will deny it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have it's to like, deny it. Why? Why, though? Because they've lied to us so long. And once you tell a lie, you got to stay with that lie, man. It seems ridiculous. I think I think so in certain situations like 9-11 or, you know, where the uh, Las Vegas, too where they're behind it all. Look at look at Independence Day, the first one, when the alien fucking space came out. Everyone freaked out and was like panic, and there's rioting and shit, and everyone was trying to leave town. And they couldn't. And people were fucking dying, and and people were standing up there, take me, take me, take me, and they all fucking died. You know? You like think said, that's how it would legitimately be? Like if I, it came I think out? I think a lot of people would want to fucking go with them because America's pretty fucked up. The Earth is pretty fucked up. They'd want to go, and they'd want to see and experience. Not that they'd be able to come back home and tell anybody, but, yeah, I think people would love to fucking go out in the outer space and see the rest of the galaxy. I do think shit. there'd be looting and all this Oh, there's going to be a fuck ton of that, and the government would be overthrown in a heartbeat. So we really need aliens to come to fix our country. But <laughs> do you think it's possible that you could make all that shit up as, like, a... So, for instance, I tell you, Dave, I'm from the CIA. 
aliens are real, but you can't tell anybody. But I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen it. We we have it all in this hangar. We've got the bodies. We've got all this stuff. That's all I can tell you. You know I'm credible because I'm from here. I'm from the CIA, whatever. It's all real, but you can't tell anybody. Knowing that you have, let's say, a newsletter that you put out or a blog or a podcast, mm-hmm. and that you're going to go back and say, I've heard from sources. This source that I have has told me all this. I can't say any names. Not supposed to even be talking about this now, but I've got all this information, and this is what it is. When in reality, it's all bullshit. See, to get you to put that out, they make you believe something, even though... See, maybe, say, four years ago, when I wasn't really this far deep in a think tank and, and sitting down and talking and actually looking at things, I would take the, it face value. But I've, I have a saying that I've been saying in my life for a long time now is trust, trust, but verify. So I wouldn't spread any of that news until I saw it myself. You actually... I would say, you know what, Ryan, thanks for the information. That's really cool. I won't tell anybody, but until I actually see it, I can't believe you on this one. I'm sorry, dude. All right, and then what if they produce something? Say, pictures. Not good enough. You have to see it with your own eyes. Fuck yeah. Well, the reason you can we... Die, the you reason, can fucking look at... I was, with, I was already thing, been Dave. to Ireland. You've seen the picture. Me and Joe have already been to Ireland. Yeah, well, we all know that you photoshopped that. Exactly but what I'm, point. But what I'm saying is... Because I'm with the CIA, you know I can't take you there. You know I can't take you to show you this. Well, we're having a stupid conversation then, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take your word for it. All right, sorry. Now that's you, Dave. Now, my exact same scenario. Somebody that's not you, Average Joe. Yeah, Average Are Joe. Are they buying into it? Fuck yeah! Exactly. Oh my god, they're telling everybody. I want to show you something, and then so just let's just watch, just watch. I'm going to show you this here. All right. And let's see here. Let's hope there's no ad. All right. Watch. At the core, there is something that they want to keep people away from, a real truth. Back in the early 80s, it was my job to confuse the UFO community. And it was very easy to convince Paul. Paul was a World War II veteran. He's very patriotic. He always flew his flag. Those type of people you can convince that, listen, you can't tell anybody else about this because it's, you know, they're getting in the wrong hands. Would we use perception to help shroud what we're trying to protect? Absolutely. If you've got an aerial platform that is highly advanced and the public who happens to get a glimpse of the thing, if they're convinced that it's from Venus and there's no way it could be our military, well, hey, you know, that's that's awesome. Hell yes. It's been a cover story in the U.S. for a long time. Tell the media, tell anybody who will listen, that they're using UFOs to cover up advanced technology. When... The truth is exactly the opposite of the words. We're really a byproduct of extraterrestrial intervention. What if we're their farm animals? What if they eat us psychically? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities there that are not good. Dodie had this wonderful way to sell it. I'm with the government. 
you cooperate with us, and I'm going to tell you what the government really knows about UFOs deep down in those vaults. I'm going to tell you all kinds of lies. Whatever's going on, it's happening at a government level. Everything that I do is being watched. And I have to assume that I'm being bugged. Let's take one step at a time. You're looking at Richard Doty, the professional disinformer, trained to lie. Okay. So we're going to end this episode here. And the next episode we do, we'll have watched this movie called Mirage Men. And we're going to discuss it. See you next week. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. 
You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search D2R Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, do you do shopping online? Well, do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our Amazon banner and help out the network. It's going to cost you nothing extra. We get a percentage back from everything that you buy. And uh, you know what? That would be a win-win-win. It's a win for you, win for the network, and a win for Amazon. Um, Great prices, uh, everyday savings, and uh, you get what you want, and you're helping us out. So this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, So go do it, d2rpn.com. There's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird. D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. If you call and we're recording, we'll take your call live on the air. If you call and we're not recording, leave a voicemail with your name, the show you're calling for, and we'll play it live on the next show. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Once again, the D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. Call today!